0: Hello, and welcome to the Fit and Feminist podcast with fitness and nutrition coaches, Lauren and Lindsay. Our aim is to educate and empower women to take control and rebuild confidence with their health, fitness, and lives. We have the fitness facts and no-nonsense nutrition tips you need for success with a hefty dose of feminism thrown in. With top bands and massive oversharing
1: along the way, we hope you finish each episode feeling a step closer to the
0: life and results you deserve. If you'd like more of us, or have a question you'd like answering on the podcast, you can message us at Lauren Randall Fitness and at Lindsay Wells PT and Nutrition. All right, let's get started.
1: And we're off. Happy New Year! Happy New Year,
0: everybody! <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone's New Year's going? Both well, answer then. Answer then, rude. Honestly, why are you not talking back to us? Uh, Uh, we hope you had a great one we hope you've enjoyed some time off with your family and friends hope it's not been like murderous and (laughs) you've not wanted to smack anyone or anything like that yeah nothing too overwhelming and now we are in 2k24 2k24 2k24
1: is that what the kids are calling that's what all the kids are calling really (laughs) is it 2k24 you're down with them i'm so down so I'm, cool. I'm so knocked down. I think that 2K24 is probably something that was done when I was year nine and now no longer is a thing.
0: Really? Mm. Well, I'm so knocked down that I was working by the time it was 2K, so. <laughs> I've had clients who were born in the 2000s now. Oh my god. I it's can't, crazy. I can't with that.
1: Yeah, when I think oh, about 10 years ago, I'm still thinking like. I think 1980.
0: <laughs> Yeah,
1: makes sense. Ten years ago, I'm like,
0: yeah, that was when I was... I don't tell you, it was the Beyonce one, the um, Bugaboo or whatever. One of those, it was one of the Destiny's Child songs and it came and it was like, oh, this came out 25 years ago. I was like, no! No, it did lies! <laughs> lies! <laughs> Sorry, hon, yeah. No, I'm denying it. There'll oh, be my...
1: movies out there that were like futuristic movies that were... Was set in like mm. 2020 something, mm. and now it's like we're in that future.
0: I just remember moment. like thinking the year 2000, like, oh my god, it's gonna be so great, like, so much opportunity, so much will change. Nothing did, like, nothing changed, did mm. it? Apart from things that got shitter. Oh, so, there we go. Happy New Year! <laughs> happy New Year! Yep. Happy New Year! What did yeah. you do for New Year? Uh, went to our local pub at the end of the road because we can just walk there and walk back. Had some food. There was a really loud table of about 16 people, um, which then made us retire to the <laughs> bar area. Retire to the drawing room. room. Um, oh, do you know when just people have got no monitor on, like, their, like how annoying they are to other people around them? Mm. um, And, yeah. And then the DJ, it was like something out of Phoenix Nights. Um, they had a DJ come in, and he was keen as mustard to get started but then like there was only us in there it was like what the 10 of us um and he just started going hi everyone and <laughs> uh, just got off the m61 or a61 or whatever it was and we were just like we're just having our dinner like put your hands together now <laughs> and sweet. then when they because i said oh can you because they had the music on like background music on yeah. and then he'd just come in and put his music on <laughs> And I'm really, like, with music, I'm so, like, I've got bad ears. Like, I can't, I, can't, I can't have two bits of music running at the same time. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. I was like, can you just get one, like, can you turn the background music off if the DJ's starting? So they went and said to him, can you not start yet, essentially? Cause he, and he was so upset. That he'd been told like not to start his music yet. I can't show you, because obviously I can show you, but I can't show you listening. Um but he was like oh like so put out, so aggrieved that he couldn't begin at like what time would it be? Half seven? Like, babes, you've got a long way to go, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there's
1: a long way and to go. And then he nice. started
0: with Sweet Caroline. No i give you three guesses. Oh, God. Uh, was it an a Elton John song? No, but you're kind of around about the... Tom way. Jones? No. Oh, I've lost it. What is it? Right. It, it was um, ABBA. And Dancing was, Queen? Uh, no, it was... Uh, Super trooper, Abba's a banger. I think that's a great way to start oh, a karaoke sorry, set. sorry, you lost me already. <laughs> One song, you'd, I'm gone.
1: I'd have got up for that. <laughs> I'd have got up and danced <laughs> to that. Me and Becky were in the living room dancing to karaoke hits on whatever channel it was for karaoke hits. I Do think that you know? so sounds
0: like real good fun. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, Sometimes. and then yeah, we came home, watched the Hootenanny, and then went to bed. The what? Hootenanny. Jules Holland. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah has yeah, yeah. loads of life. Well, not live, because yeah, it's recorded yeah, BBC like, the one. There was Rick Astley on
1: there as well. We had him yeah. on for a bit. Yeah, good. It's proper chills. Climbed Wernside, ate a curry. Lovely.
0: Did a little home escape room thing. You can do an escape room thing here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie's
1: <Lindsay's laughs> just had the tour of the Sex Palace. <laughs> which, that episode never went out of me explaining the Sex Palace. So, I'm not going to explain it again.
0: Oh, why did it not
1: go out? It was that one. It was that one with the. Um, um the, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Right, We anyway, need to sort that out. Anyway, let's crack on.
1: So today, we are going to talk about our kind of top tips on how to lose body fat in January and beyond. Because January is that time of year where everybody's got their goals, they're feeling motivated, they're on it, they're ready to set some habits and smash the shit out of 2K24. And for a lot of people, that includes
0: fat loss. So we're here to help. Yeah, and because I think <coughs> like I've just done my first class back today um and generally i think it's really important to remember that this however you feel right now and you might be feeling great you might be like i've absolutely smashed christmas and i didn't overeat and i didn't drink too much and i didn't eat cheese or whatever right great good for you (laughs) because i think the majority of people i've spoken to at least are thinking you know i don't feel fantastic yeah and that's really important you know how we feel is the most important thing um so you know regardless of like how you've how you felt sort of over christmas how you feel today um i would sort of just remember that it is temporary mm-hmm. um and within a few days a week two weeks you'll feel completely different again so if you are feeling a bit crappy just be reassured that it's it's not permanent and you know, you haven't screwed anything up. You've just had a week of eating more than you normally would, drinking more than you probably normally would, eating richer foods, eating more carbs, eating more mm-hmm. sugar. Um, And, you know, just... I would just say start by taking a simple action first off.
1: Yeah, whatever you were doing a couple of weeks ago, kind mm-hmm. of slide straight back into that kind of thing. If you weren't doing anything, then obviously we will give you some tips on where to start with it. But yeah. you're right, everybody's feeling that, that sluggish... Blah, but if you are consistently training all year round, what you do for one or two weeks is not going to have an impact on what you've done for the last 11 and a half months. Um, the scales will likely jump up a little bit and it mostly won't be body fat and they will drop again. So like Lindsay said, stay calm and patient with yourself because it will all regulate out in, in a week or two and you'll go, oh, yeah, I feel better now. And it's kind of like, oh, I didn't need to panic and feel shit about myself for that, that. moment of time so hopefully you don't feel too rubbish um and we'll just start the year on a
0: positive yeah let's try and start the year on a positive so well my first one is don't do anything extreme um i think with all the noise on social media and loads of people launching you know different shreds and this that and the other and faddy diets quick fixes um cleanses yeah all of these words being bandied about you can kind of sometimes get carried away with it and feel like you've got to be doing something extreme in order to be successful and that is just not the case um I think generally if somebody does something like a cleanse yeah you're going to have instant sort of you know within a week weight loss but it doesn't teach you anything, for one, for the long term maintenance of fat loss. Um, and secondly, it's not sustainable. And it's um, not fat loss in that yeah, first one. Yeah.
1: If, if your weight is dropping that quickly in one to two weeks, it's not fat. Fat loss is not rapid, unless you're like literally starving. Um, water retention
0: is likely the thing that you're losing there. Yeah. And that's it. And I think because you see the scale go down, and then often, Times people go, Oh, great. Well, I've lost five pounds or whatever, and then you know, I'll just eat whatever I want this weekend, then to, to reward myself, <laughs> and then your scale goes back up again. You're like, Argh! So, yeah, I think just let's not do anything extreme. As I've, I said, just choose maybe one or two things to either get back to what you were doing before Christmas or go right t- this week. I'm going to implement. Uh, my daily walk in again um i'm going to try and up my steps and i'm going to try and eat two more pieces of fruit or veg yeah done
1: yeah it's so not glamorous but it's it not. so works yeah and i think i've had lots of questions from um well not really even clients just people just asking should they do intermittent fasting should they be cutting out carbs is there any food that they should be avoiding and i'm like no nothing like there's nothing crazy that needs to be done even though we feel like oh if i want to get results quick then i need to be doing something that's drastic and actually that will slow you down yeah um my first point was to take the time to actually understand nutrition and calories and energy balance a little bit and i'm not saying go do a pt certification or a degree (laughs) in nutrition or anything like that but if your goal is you know to do with your health and your fitness like take the time to learn to understand it this is going to be in your life forever like the food that you eat is something you do all day every day for the rest of your life so it it would be helpful to learn a little bit more about actually what you're eating why it's important for us to eat it and how energy balance and calories work so obviously that's what me and Lindsay teach our clients but if you you know don't have a coach then can you look it up online and and research it and actually understand because I think a lot of the problems that people face with fat loss and yo-yo dieting is they don't understand what's happening and if you can get to grips with what a calorie deficit means and how energy balance works and why protein is important we've got plenty of podcast episodes for you to listen to then you'll have that knowledge and that understanding like if i was gonna go and do i don't know i need a good analogy here i didn't think this one through (laughs) if i was gonna go join a Jesus class. I'd be reading the Bible before going. I'd be, I don't know why that's <laughs> the analogy. Class. If I was going to, you know, church, I'd read up on Jesus and I would read up on, you know, just to get an understanding of what's going on. You don't have to be a genius at it, but, you know, you've got this for the rest of your life. It's kind of like, I think all of us would do well with understanding finance a little bit better. Like, we've got that for the rest of our lives. Yeah. So, it would be important to know how do mortgages work? Mm. Hun's feeling that at the moment. Mm-hmm. And like, how to save and invest like those things are important well the food that you eat and why and how and all that is important and then when you know you can move forwards in a more rational manner well
0: and that's it I mean you and I have both started eight week programs um are about to start eight week programs with clients and I know um without even really having to ask you Lauren that part of that eight weeks will be educating um and helping your clients gather understanding of why we are doing what we are doing and you know why people will have initial success with you know more extreme ways of fat loss but why it's also important that it's maintainable and sustainable um and i think if you if you're sort of if you have more knowledge and more awareness it really does help you be calmer and more patient and more rational around foods. Um, because again, when you've overindulged a little bit, it stops you from having that sort of, oh my god, I've put on five pounds. It's like you haven't put on five pounds, that's a temporary fluctuation. Like just give yourself a week for your body to settle back down again. I had quite a few drinks on New Year's Eve, which I'm sure probably most people did. Not to um, me! <laughs> not you. So sober. Um but then on the day after, did I feel a little bit shady and dusty? Yeah, I did. I didn't feel great. Um, I'd also had probably some richer food than I would have normally had. Um, And I just thought, you know, how I feel today is temporary. I'm going to go down in the gym. I'm going to do a little bit of work. It felt hard. I knew it was going to feel hard. <laughs> um, But, you know, today I'm feeling much better again because yesterday then I was eating more in the way that I normally do. I think it's also good because you can recognise, especially if you have been working, you know, before Christmas um, towards a fat loss goal or a body recomposition or whatever you want to call it, um, and you have been eating more fruit and veg in that lead up to Christmas and you have been exercising more and you have been more, better hydrated, that when the biggest thing that I've noticed over Christmas is how, like, different I've felt. Mm. from that change in the way that I normally eat and again not that I've even annihilated anything but I have had more chocolate I have had more rich food I have had more alcohol and it's really interesting and I've just see it as like information mm-hmm. for me that like that reaffirms to me why I eat the way I eat yeah and that I normally would feel so much better than I have over the last week
1: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next tip me you you <laughs> um, oh, yeah, my next tip was up your movement. Oh my God, so basic, so simple. So basically, non-exercise activity, thermogenesis, neat, your neat, right, is where we burn or use the most amount of calories. And that is all the movement that we do outside of exercise. So, fidgeting, getting up, moving around, going for a walk, those kind of things. That is where most of your energy is going to get used up that you can control. So going for walks, upping your movement, taking the dog a bit further, like those things make such a big difference and they add up and it gets you outside, get a bit more fresh air, you feel good for moving more. When you feel good, you're going to want to do more good things for yourself. So upping your movement in any capacity, like literally get yourself a jump rope or a play with the kids or in the crash. I don't know, whatever it is, moving around, fidgeting, that kind of stuff will will rack up and really help.
0: Well, even things like, you know, and again, I've had... <clears throat> Sorry, guys, I've You're got a very, getting a little very scratchy throat over here. today. Yeah. Um that have gone, you know, yesterday, oh, I've cleaned out my cupboards or I've, you know, that sort of stuff really helps. And a lot of people will have been, right, I'm going to take the tree down, I want a fresh start, I'm going to change my bedding. All of that stuff does add up as well. And it's really productive. And as Lauren said, if you're doing something that is productive, it makes you even more productive. It's that like positive spiralling of behaviour um, where, again, over Christmas, where you might have been sat with relatives watching TV or sitting around drinking wine or whatever else... Leaving massive that, indents yeah, in the sofa. Yeah, <laughs> where, been for um, where 40 you bump hours, like it's flattened out <laughs> completely. Um, <laughs> that, you know, it, it, all of that sort of change in how much you move and being that bit less sedentary is really good and you know most of you will do these things without really having to think too much about it as you go back into your normal day-to-day life but Lauren's right you know extend your walk do a little bit more like physical play get up you know set yourself a little timer for every hour if you are going back into working and you're you know working from a desk if you're working from home can you set yourself a little timer so that you get up and just stretch your legs every hour or so you know it's just those little things those sex parties some, Bring, yeah. get the neighbours round because yeah, in the middle get, come round to Lauren's <laughs> oh shit I'm not giving my
1: <coughs> address to Lauren's anyone. maze exactly. I wish we could record this walking yeah I've thought about it before but I'm like you just, just couldn't do it well, we'd be
0: out of breath <laughs> <laughs>
1: how fast are we <laughs> walking damn. it's more like the outside noise, that car's going past yeah. and I don't know me petting dogs as we walk past and those kind of things it wouldn't work but it'd be good to like be walking and doing this yeah but, but anyway,
0: fair this is probably the only real time, <laughs> awesome down time though, where I do sit down. So, yeah. uh, Your next point? Um, is to be patient. Mm. Be patient because, again, you're not going to feel... If, I don't know what your actions are, but I'm going on the pre- presumption that, you know, the general population will have or will be feeling that they have overindulged and sat around a lot more and um yeah had just had generally more things than they would have normally done with less that it's that hand in hand less movement and more calories in basically um but it's kind of like you know you can't expect yourself to immediately get like um back into the rhythm of things within a couple of days and if you sort of had a fat loss before goal before christmas and over Christmas, like a lot of my clients, I'm probably sure you did the same as well. Um, that you know, we just said if we maintain, that's great. Like if we just maintain and if we over Christmas can think a little bit more about eating to listening to satisfaction cues mm-hmm. for example, or removing food guilt. For some people, like everybody's goals are different and how I wanted different clients or you know, how we agreed to approach this festive time was completely different Mm -hmm. um so yeah just giving yourself some time and space um to just get back into a nice and like normal rhythm of things be patient with yourself don't expect like to fall straight back into like absolutely smashing it out of the park and Mm -hmm. and being really chuffed with yourself because as as much as like we're all you know the we want to build good habits strong habits that are really positive and healthful it's really easy to fall out of those at christmas Mm. and get into the habit of reaching for a chocolate every time you walk past them on the counter or you know just the snacking and not eating regular meals like Mm. as easy as we can sort of build that habit back in um it's very easy to fall out of it over christmas so just yeah yeah, be patient with yourself yeah
1: and if you're not sure what kind of rate of fat loss you should be aiming for that's it's a tricky one to say over a podcast without knowing your size and weight and your exercise and activity there's no number I can say you should be losing x amount of weight there is no should but as a general kind of rule like I generally wouldn't see more than two pounds of weight loss a week I think anything more than two pounds a week I'm not sure how sustainable that's going to be but again it is going to depend on your size half a pound a week, if you're losing half a pound of fat a week, that is great, and I think a lot of people underestimate half a pound, they're like, no, oh, it's just half a pound, I'm like, yeah, but what's half a pound in the next 12 weeks, that's six pounds, like, it's going down, 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 It means it's going to be fluctuations throughout, but generally, so I think what I'm trying to say is, if, if you are just lose it, just quote unquote, losing half a pound, like, that is great, like, keep going with that, you don't need to be trying to blast out two pounds, three pounds, four pounds a week, like, what some people think they should be aiming for, like half a pound, a pound a week is great and sustainable. Yeah, and
0: sustainable, yeah, that's the important thing, isn't it? And as you said, like, the more body fat you've got to lose, the more fat loss you're going to see initially, and that is bound to taper as you lower in body fat and you've got less to lose. So if you're starting from, you know, the point of, oh, well, I'd like to lose around half a stone, then a quarter of a pound, half a pound even you, it's still progressive mm-hmm. it's still something that if you can maintain and sustain that over eight 12 weeks you're going to be where you want to be
1: yeah and there's nothing wrong with like if, if you are in a bigger body and you've got a lot of fat to lose and you drop five pounds in a week like that's okay it's just recognizing that that's not going to be every week if you get used to losing four or five pounds a week that won't last forever Um, I mean that's fantastic that you're losing the weight you're doing it but it's like not going to last forever so when it gets to maybe you're losing a pound a week don't let that you know slow your roll or panic you or think you need to be doing anything crazy like that's still great I
0: I think it's also you know when we talk about these sort of fad diets the quick fixes the instant shreds uh, all of that stuff that has been coming up I've nearly screenshotted the amount of ridiculous things that I've seen on Instagram because we are in that circle um and obviously we're interested in like those things as far as Instagram is concerned then it just sends you all these ads for all these different ways of losing weight or changing your relationship with sugar or whatever (laughs) um but yeah it's um I think it then pushes this idea through the advertising and marketing of these things where it's always like maureen lost nine pounds in a day you know it it makes people think (laughs) nine pounds in a
1: day well done
0: maureen go on last had a massive poo yeah um but it, it makes people think that that's the kind of result that they should be expecting yeah you know what i mean like that if some if they're advertising oh you know you could lose a stone in four weeks that that people think that that's achievable for everyone yeah um you know and it it, there's There's a lot of transparency yeah yeah. and there's no nuance either is there there's no like but she actually had six stone to lose so yes she lost three pounds every week yeah you know um so i think yeah yeah, we've just got to try and like have that being a bit of being sensible as well and and knowing that you know one one thing is not going to suit everyone and one diet is not going to work for everyone as well
1: my next point is to meal plan. And that is just simply thinking ahead of what you're going to eat for the week. So I've been doing this for years with Becky on a Sunday. We'll just sit down. We will do a Saturday now. Sit down, open my notes, write Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then next to it, I just write the meal that we're going to have. And it's not complicated. Like, we're on a two-week rotation-ish. It's not like a fancy Joe Wicks meal with 18 different ingredients every night. It's like salmon stir-fry or like turkey mince chilli or chicken pie and veg, like easy, quick things that we can just bosh out. But having the plan there means we're not grabbing and going. We're not spending loads of money on takeaways. We're not spending loads of money getting bits last minute. There's a plan to it. And it, every single client I have ever worked with who has started meal planning ahead, like writing out their grocery list and writing out the food they're going to have for the week has massively helped them. Like it's, it's changed the game for them. So if you don't sit down already and write out your meals and what you're going to have, I would highly, highly, highly recommend that you do um, because it's a game changer. And it might take you like 15, 20 minutes the first time you do it, but it'll get quicker and quicker and quicker until you've got kind of a catalogue of meals that are like your go-to recipes. And in our group, we've got people sharing them all. So we've all got this catalogue now. I'm sure you, you guys have the same thing. Like, so we all just share these recipes and no one's out here cooking like blooming Gordon Ramsay. Okay, like there's so much pressure on mums to be whipping up something fresh and new and different every week. And I'm like, mm mm, like bosh out chicken fricassee and redo it every week yeah. for a month. Nobody cares. Like make it easy for yourself. Save the time and energy. You don't want to spend the two, three hours in the kitchen cooking every night. Well, you might want to, but most people that I'm working with do not have the time for two hours in the kitchen with twenty-five different Chinese ingredients. Yeah. So. Plan it out and then write your grocery list so you're in and out of the supermarket in half an hour as well.
0: I think that's the other misconception is that it has to be complicated and it really doesn't. I think simplicity is key because if it's easy, you'll stick to it. Um, And if you're overcomplicating things and making, it's like putting pressure on yourself to... And I've had people ask, ask you know, oh, I think I should be branching out like, oh, should I be doing this? And should I be eating that? And d- should I not be varying it more? It's like, well, yeah, try having some different vegetables in there for some different like fiber sources. Great. But that would be like you could just replace the cabbage with I don't know broccoli Broccoli. you know like just try and mix things up a little bit Mm -hmm. um for some diversity and making it more interesting and you know we can all go through like we have these phases don't we like I'll really fancy mushrooms for Mm. a week say right (laughs) um and I was thinking the other day I've used that because I did think the other day i not had mushrooms for ages and I've really not wanted them either. But maybe I'm rubbing I'll off on through. you. Yeah, maybe. We'll two and yeah, together. Yeah. But then I'll go through a phase of being like, I really want mushrooms and I'll have it all the time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, all yeah. red Like, it'll be one weird, like, veg, like, yeah. craving that. We like get. that, but with, like, whole meals. So, like, yeah. a
1: chicken pie at the moment, banging, yeah. or chicken ramen is always, yeah. like, high up there. Yeah. And we'll go through and we'll eat it every week for, like, a month. Yeah. See? So but
0: then together. you also do get fed up of it and that's fine.
1: Yeah, and then we like, just pick something else from the back Yeah, out, like just burritos. replace it with
0: something else. Yeah, Mexican completely. food always winning Mexican food.
1: Yeah,
0: and that's a. I think that's a really good um, tip as well. Is to just like think about like maybe if you are getting bored of meals, which actually again, at this point in time, because you've probably been eating loads of like Sunday dinner style stuff, that might be the last thing that you want. My eldest, I said, "What do you want for tea tonight?" She was like, "Can we have salmon, rice, and vegetables?" <laughs> and I was like, "Excellent, shout." <laughs> Excellent shout! Because she's obviously fed up of eating Yorkshire pigs puddings. in blankets, Yorkshire yeah. puddings. Yeah. yeah, she just wants something simple, yep. fresh, like three ingredients. And she's—I mean, she sent me a message: "Don't forget carget, Like she wants. I'm like, I've—I mean, which sixteen-year-old shed a tear? I've made so, I was it. So proud. I was like, do you want sprouts or cauliflower? <laughs> she was like, and then Ada. Stunning. Yeah, but then Ada messages me and goes, "Can I get some chicken poppers and chips?" <laughs> Chicken so one's nailed the yeah. other one needs a little bit of work <laughs> but yeah just think about like what kind of um so if we're if we're looking for an idea we'll think about what f- sort of cuisine we haven't had mm-hmm. so it i'll be like oh let's have something like greek inspired
1: yeah
0: yeah um or like john was like the other day oh fancy some like something indian spiced well you know then yeah. go from there and then make i say the exact simple. same
1: thing to clients because it's like What do you fancy eating? Instead of Mm. flicking through a recipe book for half an hour and trying to find under 500 calorie meal with da-da-da-da-da, like, what do you fancy? Mm. Greek, Mexican, Chinese, Indian, a pie? Like, what do you want? What sounds good? And then go off the back of that. Rather than flicking through all your recipe books for hours on end. Like, recipe books are helpful if you're really struggling. But if you're like, I just Google it, man. Just Mm. literally type in Google, easy chicken recipes it comes up with thousands of ideas you can use for chicken or whatever it is that you're
0: fancying eating two really good ones that i always send out the bbc good food and uh jamie oliver mm-hmm. they have some really good recipes on there and again you can search within the websites for chicken recipes or vegetarian recipes or um high protein recipes quick meals air fryer you know, recipes. Yeah, Isn't air, yeah exactly so it's you know, think about what suits you, think about what kind of food you like eating and then how much time you have, how much time you want to spend cooking a meal. Can you make it easier for yourself? Meet yourself where you are. If you know you've only got 10, 15 minutes to prepare a meal, buy prepared veg, buy frozen veg, buy ready-cut chicken strips. Like, you know, make it as easy for yourself as possible. And as Lauren said, coming back to the very beginning (laughs) of what this point was, Plan. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <plan> it. <laughs> could plan. have just said plan yeah make a plan um my next one is think about your food choices as in why are you actually eating in the first place because again i feel that at this point in time most people will have got into a habit of mindlessly eating because it's there, it's mm. out. You go round your grandma's house, she's definitely gonna have some crisps or sweets or chocolates Custed out on the side. Yeah. Custard creams yeah. are out. Um and things are being offered all the time. And we eat out of obligation sometimes, we eat out of you know, not wanting to appear rude, um wanting to be you know, ev- because everybody else is eating. So it's that thing of like just stop and think for a minute now. Like, am I actually hungry? Do I actually want this food? Whatever that might be, take um, a pause. yeah. Take a pause and put a little bit of time in there now. And again, it comes back to that sort of just being a bit calmer and more rational, and going right. What am I just eating this for the sake of it? Am I bored? Like, am I distracted? Um, I think just, just doing that simple thing of going like actually considering why you, you're going to put something in your mouth before you do might just break that cycle of sort of unstructured eating mm-hmm. yeah um okay
1: my next one is doing exercise that you enjoy this is important because if you are doing something because you think you should be doing it you, you're only going to last so long and running for example if you're out there running because you think that's the best thing to do for fat loss, but you hate every second of it, you're only going to be able to do it for so long. You're going to be miserable as fuck. And, like, what is the, what is the point of that? There's no point being miserable. Do exercise that you enjoy and then you will stick at it for longer and you'll get better results with it. Like, if you love gymnastics or you love skipping, or <laughs> I should keep saying skipping because that Lauren Jumps came up on my Instagram for the first uh, time in ages. So I've got a fresh in the mind there um or if you love boxing or you know weightlifting what like find something that you enjoy and if you hate all exercise which is common um find people to do it with that you enjoy like find a way that's going to make it bearable and horrible (laughs) horrible
0: um that you'll
1: that you'll stick with because being able to do something for two weeks on and then Six months off and then get back into it for a few weeks and then off again. It's not really going to give you long-lasting results. So find find a way to enjoy what it is that you want to do.
0: Yeah, completely. I think there's again misconceptions about things, as you've just said. You know, you've alluded to people thinking that oh, running is the best thing for fat loss. I think the best thing for fat loss is you know whatever you can sort of stick to and do regularly, as as you've just said. Um, if your goal is to do like ten thousand steps, for example. I use this example in my dance class. We did 5,000 steps in an hour in my dance class. You know, if, if steps is your goal. Do you have a dance class tonight? Tuesdays. It's, it's, not, ju- it's not on tonight. Oh. oh you could have come. And do you know what?
1: I was thinking, I don't have my fireside chat tonight. Said. it. starts
0: next week. I could come. Uh, well, I'd have done it. No, Lindsay's having a rest. <laughs> yeah, Lindsay needs a rest. <laughs> Lindsay I could meets, run the class. Uh, yeah, you could. You go do it. What are we doing? Yeah. Go do some Beyonce, of course. Why not? I could do it. I think yeah. You can do whatever you want, hon. Again, make it what you like. You should be dancing to Taylor Swift. Mick. Make a bit of Taylor Swift. Me? <laughs> I can't even get my words out. Stop. I love like... seeing you look so offended.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I like um, I like a pink. That's the closest thing to a Taylor. Oh. I
0: like a pink. Avril Lavigne.
1: Yes. Oh, of me. Yeah, I'm
0: on the right lines <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, there
1: we go, there we go. Lovely. Yeah.
0: yeah. So yeah. <laughs> choose a song that you like, Lauren, and dance to that. Right, you heard it here first,
1: go. guys. I'm gonna cover one of Lindsay's dance classes. Come along.
0: I'm gonna It's film free. It. <laughs> it's free. pay I'll I'll you. Hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's free. We're shooting it for the laws. Yeah, no, I am completely with you on that. I think, you know, it doesn't have to be a punishment. None of none of like sort of being healthy should be seen as a punishment no. like none of like in trying to increase your activity and increase your the the benefits of your diet should be seen as punishment because it's all for your health mm. it's all for you and your longevity yeah um, so and actually absolutely. like doing these
1: things is a respectful thing for yourself a lot of people are like I hate myself so I'm punishing myself for it da, da, da. I'm like can we spin this and have a look like you're actually taking action on improving your mm. mental health and your physical health and like Hun's doing the work like you are you know you're doing this for you it's a nice kind thing and so many people do do all this out of punishment and mm. shame and it's mm. sad but it's what we do well we yeah, do yeah
0: beating themselves up for it so yeah make it make it good make it nice make it enjoyable make it fun for yourself yeah is um, it, it your last one Uh yeah, I think so. Um was it your turn? It's you uh it's you. I said exercise you enjoy. Okay, cool, yeah. Um remove preoccupation with food. If you and this comes back to as well, not doing anything extreme at this time of year (laughs) people seem to think that it's the right time to say, I'm not gonna have chocolate or I'm not going to have carbohydrates anymore or I'm going to cut out alcohol completely great like if alcohol especially right we all know it's not that good for us so if you decide you're going to do dry January fine but if you really enjoy a nice glass of red with your Sunday lunch like I do and that's like the a time of like I don't know, it marks your weekend for you, right? And it's it's something that you really, really enjoy. You can make that a little bit of a non-negotiable for yourself. You do not have to eliminate every part of joy mm. in a, particularly a long, wet, grey January. If there's some things that you really, really love doing and really, really love including and look forward to in your week, keep it in. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it also, if you were going to remove chocolate completely... One, we have this thing of, and I've had it already from a few people. I'm gonna get rid of all the chocolate in the house, or, well, I'm gonna eat it all before, mm-hmm. you know, the first of December. It's like, January. you could, have, sorry, before the first of January, you could have still enjoyed, you know, a little Lindor in your porridge on a morning. How nice would I that, that be? Yeah. You know, you could have still been enjoying those things, and then it takes away that preoccupation with that specific food, and yeah. you're not thinking about it because if you start thinking about oh, I, all I really, really want is to have some chocolate now and I'm not letting myself have it. It leads to that it's it's something that you are going to be thinking about a lot and then it makes you feel more negative about what you're doing and not enjoying the actual process. I think the other side of things where, if unless you need to remove, say, gluten from your diet um, or you for whatever reason there's a food that is uh you have an intolerance to right if you're going to start removing potatoes for example you're going to make it really really hard for yourself to choose meals that don't include that food somewhere and then again it makes it more complicated it makes it more stressful i I've, i I know people who've thought right i'm not going to eat bread now well then oh well, what do you normally have for, for your lunch or oh, sandwich. sandwich right yeah. so now you've got to start thinking about what am i going to have instead where actually you could just be adding a load of veg into that sandwich or using a different size bread or using a different type of bread that's got more fiber in it you know mm-hmm. it's it's i think sometimes just trying to again do something really really extreme leads to preoccupation where we could actually be using that energy and thought for something else which is what you were going to say Lauren which was having the goals that are not related to fat loss and mm-hmm. based around food. So you can continue now. I was literally just gonna say my last <laughs> one is
1: setting non weight loss goals because if your only goal, and your only focus is on your weight, it's gonna be such a ball ache like, man. Like you're gonna it's gonna go up and down, up and down, up and down. It's not a fun time. It's not necessarily the most inspiring, motivating thing. It's gonna get you up out of bed and putting your trainers on and going for a run in the rain just to see the scales go up you know a pound the next day like it's gonna get very frustrating and it's gonna go up and down so while you can have weight loss or fat loss as a goal it's so important to have other things in there like learn to do a pull-up or going back to my jumping thing learn a dance move with the skipping rope or do (laughs) a dance move get your skipping yeah get a hundred kilo deadlift in or sign up for a half marathon or you know one of my clients is doing um this really cool like triathlon thing but it's like Paddleboarding, mountain biking, and running in nice. September. And I'm like, yes, I I don't swim. So I, anything that removes the swimming element, I'm like, I'm interested.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and mountain biking instead of road biking, I'm like, yeah, that sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. But anyway, just something different. Like, if you're just focusing on weight loss and fat loss, it's going to be a sloggy, tedious process. Mm-hmm. So find other little goals to achieve as well along the way so you can kind of tick them off
0: yeah and i think if you if you give yourself you know a strength based um goal it's also going to be more motivating and encouraging for you to get the protein in and like give yourself your body the nutrients that it needs to recover you have a bigger why mm-hmm. than i'm just trying to make myself smaller yeah um or lose body fat like it, while ever you're sort of focused on achieving that goal, you're going to be thinking about when I'm at, where are my opportunities to practice this skill or how many times am I going to deadlift this week? Like, you know, and, and enjoying it and thinking about what other accessories can I do to support my, um, you know, working towards this skill or this, or this, you know, higher lift. So yeah, give yourself other reasons to do the behaviours and build the habits and Eat the protein and eat the vegetables and get the sleep and get the rest and recovery other than just the fat loss. Bing, bing, bing. (laughs) Completo. Yeah, if you want any other help or support or you have any other questions, please contact either Lauren or I. <laughs> like a secretary. I know, like, please call this number. <laughs> yeah,
1: drop us a message. We love answering them and we haven't done question boxes for a while actually. No, we haven't.
0: We should do a question box.
1: Yeah. You can also send us in uh, voice notes as well, which we did when we had the um, Filthy Animals podcast. Yeah. Which
0: we do need to get we'll another episode of that We need to on. get another episode of that in. That was fun. Yeah. My children are mortified.
1: <laughs> Maybe this time everyone will send them to you and I'll get to be, I'll hear it Oh, first. yeah. The shock element.
0: Yeah. I know. I was mind blown. Yeah. You might yeah, get I'm a few a, more as well. I feel like you've got some there.
1: filthy animals in your
0: followers. Probably, though. yeah, to be fair. Bloody filthy. Right. So, yeah, hope those tips helped, guys. Keep yeah. yourselves just nice and chilled. Stable. Yeah, stable thinking. <laughs> oh. No rash movements. <laughs> just be just on a nice little path of self-improvement.
1: Love this, love this. Right, happy new year, guys. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye.